Welcome to the Money and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nelson. My mission to empower millennial couples to make money moves that won't just improve your financial health, but strengthen your marriage as well. In this podcast, I share stories, tips, and tricks, both from my experience as a certified financial planner and from my own marriage, to help you and your spouse kick financial anxiety to the curb and use your money to create the lives you love together. Let's get started. A couple episodes back, we talked about the one word, you know, if I had to summarize how most people feel about their money, the one word I hear most often, and that is anxiety. And, and that is, again, you know, I, we mentioned it a couple episodes back, but, you know, that, that's true in general. Um, it's especially true in kind of where we are in this snapshot in time in the world right now. And that begs the question, right? If you're feeling anxiety or shame or guilt or any of these negative emotions about your money, like how do we, how do we deal with that? How does that start to change? And so in this episode, I want to talk through what you and your partner can do and start working on to help kind of get, you know, replace some of those um, more negative feelings with some things that are a little more empowering for you. I encourage you, if this is something you're struggling with, I really encourage you to listen to this episode with your spouse um, so that you can each kind of start to brainstorm some things around how to approach this going forward. The first tip I have for you in terms of how to reduce your financial anxiety uh, is step number one, we need to diagnose the source of the anxiety in the first place. Where is that financial anxiety coming from specifically? Is it a lack of income or a perceived lack of income? Is it concerns about future changes in your income? Is it about life events that are coming that are going to be changing some things and trying to figure out kind of what what those next steps are? Is it something that's tied to something more concrete like your home and where you're going to live providing for your children or different things? Is it something that are, are there big expenses in your picture that you're concerned about? Is it debt related, right? There's all these different ways that money can kind of induce that anxiety upon us. And in order to handle it the right way for you going forward, we just need to figure out what the cause is to begin with. And so before we start kind of thinking through how to fix this, let's just make sure you have a good understanding of what the issue is in the first place. What's the source of of your anxiety? Where where does that show up in your financial picture and keep pushing yourself try to get as deep as you can to find the right cause because at the end of the day right people people are always looking for the prescription right how do we fix this problem but we can't get you the right prescription unless we diagnose it correctly in the first place so that's thing number one right what's the source of our financial anxiety where is it coming from step number two Pay attention to how you're talking about that problem. Are you talking about it passively or are you talking about it actively? Are you taking ownership of the particular thing that you're struggling with? Right. What, what, what is, like, how are you approaching this? Is, is this something that is in your control? Or is it something that's outside of your control? 
and maybe you, you like whatever the, the the thing or event or whatever the case, you know, whatever it is that's causing this anxiety, maybe you can't control the thing itself, but can you control how you prepare or how you respond to it? Because what, what, what I find often happens when we kind of talk about financial anxiety is the passive voice tends to creep in, right? The things are happening to you rather than you happening to them. And when we kind of work on that and we start to, to take ownership, maybe not even of the problem or the cause, but of the solution, right? What can you do to fix this? It might take, you know, like your initial reaction might be, I don't know, like, I, you know, you might need to think about it a little bit and really sit with it and reflect on it. But what can you take ownership of in this process? Because the second that you do that, the second you make that shift, right, rather than you know, money that you, it is, is something that used to happen to me, and now I am going to happen to it. I'm going to take charge and, and move forward on this thing. And it might be slow and it might be tedious, and I might not even know what the next steps are right now, but I'm committed to finding a solution. Right? As soon as that starts to happen, things start to change. It might be a slow change at first. Things might move slowly. But making that shift is really, really important. And you know, the, the, the same can be said for any, or maybe not any, but a lot of sources of anxiety in your life, but definitely on the financial side. What are you going to do to fix this problem, right? It might not be your fault that you're here right now, but 12 months from now, if you're in the same spot, it will be your fault that you stayed. What can you do to take charge of this? It doesn't all need to be fixed right away. But what can we do, right? Be active, not passive. That's thing number two. First, we're diagnosing the anxiety correctly. Thing number two, a little bit of tough love from, from me here, right? Shift from passive to active. Thing number three we need to do is related to that, actually, is have a plan. Right? How, you know, having some sort of concrete financial plan in place to, to correct the source of this anxiety is the best path out. Right. It, it, it's it's the knowing that you have a plan in place that you are able to execute on systematically. You can adapt as things change, but you know what the right next steps to take are. And it's having that plan in place allows you to do what I just talked about in terms of taking charge and owning the solution. Right, The, the, the second that you do that and, and you have a plan in place, you don't need to worry about it because we know how we have it mapped out to solve the problem. And it might not be, be perfect and it might not be, you know, the, the answers might not completely be there, but you know, like you can see, you can start to see the path forward, which helps you pull yourself out of the cause of the anxiety that you're feeling. Having a plan in place to, to fix that underlying cause of the, the financial anxiety that you're feeling is the fastest path out. And finally, the fourth thing to do is to focus on one thing at a time. Oftentimes we get ourselves overwhelmed, not just financially, but but you know across the board, when we know we have a million things that we got to do and, and you know we're looking at a problem that is huge to solve and we're just not even sure where to get started. The problem is we get overwhelmed and we don't start. What's the one thing you need to focus on to help 
rid you of this financial guilt or anxiety that you're feeling? What's the, the next step to take? Because that's the only one that matters. What's the, the next step? You know, if, if you have $100,000 in student loan debt, that's not something that's going to be cleaned up tomorrow. What's the, you know, and, and looking at that kind of $100,000 mountain in front of you, like it, it's overwhelming. I'll be overwhelming to anybody, right? What's the next step for you to take? What's the first step down that road? Focus on that and that's it, right? Take that, you know, you, you ideally would have a plan in place for how to handle it. Take that first step, just the first step, go with it. From there, what's the next step after that? And, and keep following it. The, by the people who make the fastest financial progress and help resolve some of these feelings of anxiety, the quickest are people who focus on one thing at a time. So that, that that's really it, right? It's it's much easier to say than it is to do. Um, but the the path to getting rid of financial anxiety is really fourfold, right? It's making sure you understand the root cause of where that anxiety is coming from in the first place. Make sure you diagnose before you prescribe. Shift number two to make is shifting from active to passive. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the opposite. Don't do what I just said. You want to shift from passive to active in terms of the way you're talking and thinking about the root underlying causes. What can you do to change them? Step number three, get a plan in place. Right? We're not going to scale that $100,000 mountain all at once. What's the next step you can take to get there? Plan the plan the mountain in advance. And then step number four, Follow that next step. Focus on that next step and only that next step. Taking one step at a time like that is the fastest way, uh, not just to get rid of financial anxiety, but to accomplish any financial goal that you and your spouse set your minds to. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Money and Marriage Podcast. If you want to learn more, you can access my favorite money exercise for free if you head to paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Again, that's paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Get your access today and I'll see you next time.